Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Inspired Evolution, and it is such a treat to be here today because we have the bias from none other than Lisa Joanne. Lisa, how are you? I am absolutely stoked to be here with you. So <laughs> excited. I'm not going to do that scream even though I practice. Oh, please? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you practiced. <laughs> now we're all waiting. For- no, okay, I won't be there. <laughs> I want you to be as comfortable as possible for the interview. So let's not make you uncomfortable from the outset. Um, for those tuning in to Lisa for the first time, um, she's happily married and blessed with two beautiful daughters. And I think this is, um, says a lot about Lisa and her energy fact that this is at the top of, of uh, at the top of her bio um really nurturing vibes really beautiful soul and uh, she was born in afghanistan raised in australia lived in canada for 12 years and now she's back in australia we've got ya. <laughs> she's got a real kite runner story with a happy ending she graduated with economics and business law um, her work background is in risk and compliance um, an interesting story we're going to get into that um, she's worked for senior corporate levels both in the private and public sectors and uh, she's been helping business owners with customer retention and follow-up strategies um, now for six years using philosophies and high-tech, high-touch relationship systems. She's part of a global network where she's helped businesses experience anywhere from 20% to 400% growth using certain philosophies of relationship building. Um, gratitude is a part of that, which I can't wait to get into, reciprocity and online tools. Um, she's established teams in her network marketing business across six countries. Um, 2016 Global Ambassador of the Year Award winner for her company, um, simply for expanding her business, um, which is founder of design, as the founder of A Designer Life. Um, this is a personal brand which will eventually lead to a book and other, edu- other online educational material. Um, the aim of all of this is to help people design their own life um, instead of being dictated you know, by other people's designs and constructs. She lives through three words, freedom, contribution, and fun. <laughs> I love this. It is such a treat to have you here. It, it's so exciting to be with you. <laughs> so let's um, let's. I like to start these usually quite lighthearted, but let's let's go straight into the mix of things. Um, so you've you know you've obviously got quite a tapestry for a background in terms of where you've lived, where you've come from, Afghanistan and Canada, and now Australia, then back, and then all this sort of stuff. But I'm I'm, I'm really yeah, keen to dive into your your work history. Um, just a little bit, just to see how you've been like negotiating your relationship with the world, how you've been showing up and that sort of stuff. Um, so you went from, you know, working like high levels of corporate and servicing the public sector and private sector to then your own unique offering, which I can't wait to discuss. Can you tell us more about 
like what landed you in like corporate um, and how much it seems like, you know, obviously knowing a little bit that that would have been a massive blessing for you at the time to be, you know, off like working on such a high level and doing something that, you know, at the time would have serviced you so well, but then there was a shift. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, by the way, first I want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm really honoured. I mean, you, I, I, I truly believe you're going to be one of the thought leaders in this space in the future, and I'm, um, I'm so excited to watch your journey and, and see you grow and make such a big impact. So thank you for having me part of this. Super humble. Um, so just um, my work history and where why I ended up picking the, the corporate life that I did was really just the the life that was designed for us, right? You go to school and um, I come, being in a, from an immigrant family, um, my father instilled in us the, the, the power of um, ensuring that we take make the most of the opportunity that we have presented here for us in, in Australia. Obviously, being from Afghanistan, you know, we went came from a land of no opportunity to a land of great opportunities. And he said, make sure, you know, um, you, take, you take advantage. So I did what any, uh, you know, typical school girl does. I worked hard at school and got the grades to be able to go to... Um, to do economics and business law, graduated, um, went into corporate life. That's really kind of, you know, that journey of living life from what was expected of me and not just, not because of my parents, but because of society and you don't know any different. Um, and I'm not regretting it because it was a blessing and it's really what who's defined me today. But, uh, you know, did that, um, the, the normal things that you do, um, I have to admit that I was extremely blessed, always the youngest person in the room. So I was always aspiring to do more, be more, um, even in my corporate roles. And um, both worked in corporate in Australia and in Canada. And in terms of just why the shift, should I go into that as to why Please, the shift? yeah. <laughs> why the shift? I mean, for as straight away, as soon as I started my corporate life, and you've got to remember, I worked my my one of my first uh, uh, I guess bigger titles was with a company that's uh, you know global and they were massive and they were dynamic. They were huge. However, I, I truly believe corp- the corporations that have been created that are so la- large. I immediately felt the lack of soul in there. I, I, I could feel it, and I, in fact, told people, you know, I'm doing really well. I know this is kind of where I am but I know this is not for me in the long term. I want to do more. I want to be, I mean, having the privileges of living in Australia, I know that my life is a gift and that um, I want to do more in contribution. So um, did what I need to do. And I was sitting, in fact, in, you know, you had enough, you've had these moments where they're clearly defining moments that you get a message and you know, everything's going to be different. Um, yeah. I know you probably had many yeah, of I've those. Yeah, I've had a couple of those. <laughs> So I was in Toronto, uh, newly married um, to my husband, and I was in my corporate role. I was very, very um, blessed that I um, got a great position in Toronto with the company I was working for. And uh, on the 31st floor of the tallest building in, in downtown Toronto, I was looking out my window, and um, and I all I could see was just space. There was nothing else because we were so up high. And I looked outside my window from my office and I thought, wow, there's a whole world out there. And I just looked at the lives of my colleagues who were, you know, 10, 15, 20 years senior to me. And I thought, you know, I really don't want to be in this office for that long like these guys. Like I just couldn't see myself sitting there. Suddenly the walls of my office ended up feeling more like a prison cell and I, I don't mean to be ungrateful for that it's just that it felt like that at that moment I felt trapped that I would have to come to an office every single day for the rest of my life so in that moment I just kind of without even thinking I turned around and there was a note empty notepad on my desk and my my hands picked up the pen my hand picked up the pen and I wrote three words without even thinking and that was freedom contribution and fun and I realized that those three things were missing out of my life. So um, that moment was really a defining moment. And I thought, um, what can I do 
to make sure those things are in my life. And, you know, we'll talk about this later, but coming full circle now, freedom means completely something different to what it did to me back then. Contribution means something different to what it does. So, of course, we're all on this learning journey. But really, that's what started my um, my initiative and my, my inspiration to be able to live a more, um, a different life. And, and it took me a few years after that because, you know, you kind of develop the guts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's um, a massive part of it as well, yeah. Yeah, to jump out of corporate life. But what I did do is uh, within about a couple of years after um, that role, I uh, went into government uh, for, um, in Canada, and that was really to fulfill the contribution factor of that three words uh-huh. and I thought you know I'm going to be a public servant and I'm going to serve the public and yeah. you know just make a real difference and you should have seen me I think there was a few people laughing at me when I first joined I was like this eager like I still am eager I love learning but I was like oh my god like I'm here I can make a difference you know all these people yeah. and and so um so that's what I did I and that's what led to my life in, in public life uh, oh, sorry in public service Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. There is so much in that. There is so much in that. Um, yeah, something I want to ask, um, there's one thing I wanted to reflect on was like, you know, just that that awareness of the lack of soul um, in the corporation, you know, and just sort of that moment. I, I, I have a very similar experience. It was actually for me, um, yeah, I remember the very first day I came face-to-face with my regional director. And uh, I was just, I just remember just noticing that this is where this, like just the essence of the corporate ladder, right? I just felt this is where this goes to. And just looking at the the individual there and um, I was just like, hmm, uh, your values are not aligned with my values in any way, you know? And so it was very difficult to source inspiration from the individual that he was. But at the same time, I was subscribed to a corporate ladder that was taking me to there. And for a big time, you know, like you said, this takes a while to take the change. For a big time, I thought perhaps, you know, that was the role of the next generation. Perhaps every generation felt like this in the corporate system and machine that, you know, we will be the ones to make the change that we wish to see in the world. And that's that's been my thing forever, you know, like ever since I've had, <laughs> this sounds silly, but ever since there's been a Facebook page or whatever, like it's been my little thing, you know, we must be the change we wish to see in the world. You know, and that's just been the, the intention. Oh, I love um, that quote. Yeah, you know, it just, it, it again, it's like it's just so much responsibility, so much optimism, so much just, you know, like, hey, yeah, yeah, behind that. So um, that was that was kind of what was guiding me forward. But at the same time, I realised that, you know, after having been there, I think you touched on this as well, like things don't happen overnight, even like your moment of awakening. And this is really what I wanted to ask you, like, you know, was there some things that were leading into that or was it just like a clear moment you were just staring out and it just went... <sighs> like you know something's not right or was there something that like some sort of shift or some things were already like happening in your personal life or something else yeah Yeah, absolutely a great question because uh, obviously uh having worked in the corporate field for a few years um i just want to touch on before i answer that question i want to touch on something else that you said that's really important that you felt that your values were not aligned with that your 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 someone you reported to regional director yeah yeah what happens is in corporate world in the corporate world really the human element has to be taken out in order for that corporation to survive and so most people don't even know their value systems within that and and they have to kind of chuck them out the window um to be able to operate at the best interest of the corporation and so um there really there is no space for the soul there's no space for, and that's why I think corporations are struggling to keep the millennials interested and engaged because um, they're, they're, they're from a generation where their parents have had the material things that my parents didn't have yeah. and we didn't necessarily have. So they're like, you know what? I've got the car. I've got the life. Like I, I'm not really interested in my parents' life. I'm yeah. interested in me. And so I, I think that there's going to be an evolution in how we establish business. Uh, there's, there's this, in, there's going to be, I believe, this is my personal opinion, there's no facts behind this, but I truly have a sense and an intuition that the future of business is going to have to be um, something that is on a smaller scale, but done with 
individuals like you who is making a big impact, right? Like it's, it's not going to be the same because we're not going to be able to have employees. And first of all, artificial intelligence is going to get rid of a lot of that employee stuff. But secondly, the way people live, like it's just not going to be fulfilling enough. So, so based on that, um, what led, and I think this, your question is perfect because what led me to that point was little things like that. However, this is why there is so much triumph and um, good in tragedy and in challenge. And as long as when we're going through a challenge, we try to say, where's the gift in this? Where's the yeah. gift in this? I, don't, I didn't know that at the time, but I know that now. Whenever I have a challenge, I try to remember, what's the gift in this? What's the message in this? And so... Um, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For me personally, I had just, I come from a family of eight kids. And my parents have, we have a very tight-knit family. So my dad worked hard to get us all out of Afghanistan here. And my mom and dad. a lot of family members. Yeah, yeah, I'm very blessed. And I, I, I was the first one to leave the family, like the black sheep, and move all the way to Canada. And the personal impact on, like, first one to, to kind of leave the nest um, and having that distance between me and my family, who I was extremely close to, I, although the choice was mine, I did choose to move. Um, it had a, a, a really um, big impact on me. So emotionally, it was really tough. Suddenly, the network that was supporting me, my family and my friends, it was just not there. And I didn't want to be a little kid and say, oh, you know, I want to go back to my family. So I wanted to be tough. I wanted to grow in, as an individual and just bear through that. But I think that why that was, for me, challenging made me realize I want, I want freedom to be able to just jump on a plane and go and see them when I need to. But this job was holding me down for two reasons. Number one, I had to make sure my holidays fit into everyone else's schedule, and <laughs> which is fine. That's, that's, that's the way. But it wasn't fine for me. Number two financially, um, it was going to be, I couldn't just go a couple of times a year. It was, you know, it doesn't matter how much money you're making in corporate life. Um, your income bracket is determined by someone else. And maybe that, you know, you don't want, so that difficulty that I was going through caused me to say, you know, what is it that I could have in my life to be able to have the, the things that I want? Um, and it was, it was truly came down to freedom. Um, that I wanted time freedom, I wanted financial freedom, I wanted all of those. I didn't realize to attain all of those, you needed personal freedom. <laughs> That's such a deep point. That's a great point to leave that on. <laughs> yeah, again and again, it's the reflection of what's inside that's outside, you know, and it's like the deep inner work that we need to do to sort of continue to realign, you know, how our relationship with ourselves is and that reflects our relationship with the world. So that whole... Um, journey of like finding your own personal freedom and getting really aligned with you know what is it that my freedom looks like and then you know because ultimately like I even look at myself now as an entrepreneur and there is like that like I spend a lot of time doing stuff you know like actively engaged some would argue I spend more time on my work now than I did previously but I feel free because it's what lights me up and what's bringing me joy, you know? So it's like, yeah, sure. Let's like, even this right now, you know, like I'm having a ball of the time having this conversation with you. So yeah, it's interesting, you know, getting really clear on that inner outer stuff. There's something that you, you, you hit and I had this penny drop um, is you were talking in the corporation stuff 
something about cooperation, which came out with cooperation. Um, and we, you know, we, we've, I think we had a riff on this previously as well, which is terms of like where artificial intelligence is taking us. And I, you know, I know it's just your opinion, but I actually resonate with your opinion. I share a lot of that, um, that sentiment myself is that the future looks like a lot more isolated pockets of people doing their own creatives, uh, enterprises and coming together to co-create you know and I think that's really like what brings me a lot of joy is like when I'm creating something creatively from like okay this is what we're going to do and someone else goes yeah and I can help you with that and oh what about if we do this can you help me with this and it's like we all co-create and I think it's really interesting because when I think about co-creation that feels like kind of what you're articulating in terms of different pockets of different enterprises coming together more solopreneurs more smaller teams of energies rather than big corporations but when I think about corporations, the word cooperation started sort of resonating in the back of my head. And I think about operations. Um, and when you try to operate, you know, there's this idea or element of sacrifice, perhaps. It's like, how can we best cooperate? Like, how can I operate while you're operating rather than how can I create while you're creating? You know, it's like the energy is subtle, but it's slightly different, right? Absolutely. And I, 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 I yeah, I love what you said. I, I was actually at a, um, uh, business uh, event this morning and we had a guy speak about the future of business. He's He considers himself as a business futurist. He's a, he's a coach and a speaker um, and one of the top 40 futurists in the world. Um, and what you're saying about the future of business, he just gave us so much content about all the change that's possibly coming and he said, uh, one thing that's really stood out for me was he said, the last 30 years, if you think things have changed, like, for example, over 3,000, I said, I think 3,600 3, days ago, we didn't have the app store. <laughs> and yet, the app store has created like Uber. Uber is valued at $190 billion today, almost started by two guys who bought a... Um, you know, uh, an Apple uh, card store for $50 and decided to hook up passengers with drivers. And here we go. We've got Uber. So Lisa, stop telling telling us like that. (laughs) 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 So true. So he was was freaking the room. I could feel and I could sense the energy in the room. Everyone's going, oh, my God, what I do now is going to be completely redundant. Yeah. Exactly. Like even when you think about like, uh, so social media managing marketer is like a, is a, is a, is a, is a job description. There wasn't social media like 15 years ago. Exactly. Exactly. And so the, 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 uh, the world is changing so fast. How do you, how do you stay grounded? Like, how do you try to deal with all this change? And so what you're talking about co-creating and, and, the cooperation rather than this competition um, that that happens in the world is it's going to start happening with one person at a time, individuals like you, individuals like me, individuals out there that are going to really um, try to live from within. So my, I, I came up with three things. In fact, I came up with these three things. It's been on my mind, but three things after this guy spoke because I could feel and sense the anxiety in the room and the overwhelm by like holy crap what am I going to do and how am I going to educate my kids and what are we going to do because he said what has happened in the last 30 years what's going to and what's coming in the next 10 years you can multiply it by five the shift that the shifts that are going to happen in the next five years are much faster than what's happened in the last in the last 30 years so number one I really think what you're doing and what a, a, a small group of individuals are doing is living from within. What that means is, number one, really digging deep and saying, hold on, I've lived this particular way all my life. I need to go back inside and figure out what really fulfills me. So that's letting your dreams drive you. And the, that then your dreams, Amrit, are not going to be the same as my dreams. It's not going to be the same as someone else's dreams. But then it's not competitions. It's cooperation, which means I can help you fulfill your dream. You can help me fulfill my dream. We're not going to compete for the same resources, which is what we've been taught, right? Survival of the fittest. And I think 
when we have a world where we're living from within, there's enough for everyone. There's enough resources for everyone. And so I don't have to, I mean, other than the essential resources, but I, I truly think, so now that's where my design a life is so important for me because if I want the same things as you, like real estate, I want a big house, you want a big house, then we're competing for the same stuff. But maybe you, I don't want a big house. Maybe I just love living as a minimalist, right? Then there's no competition because I'm living from within. So that creates cooperation, not competition. And number two, I think someone, like if you look at yourself as an example and myself, we took a leap of faith, right? We took a massive leap of faith to say, I quit a six-figure corporate career um, that I was actually, when I quit, my corporate career, I was at the peak. Like I had just landed the job, the title, the role that I'd been working towards for like 16 years. And I went to work for three days and I quit. So I like to, to take such, I'm not saying everyone has to take such a huge leap of faith, No. but I, I was moved to do that. And I think sometimes decisions are taken out of you when you're living through an inspiration, you're living through a dream. When you're living through the first thing that I said, through your dreams, there will come a point where you will have the guts to jump and have that leap of faith. But the first thing is you have to start defining from within what is it you want. And it may necessarily be not like what the advertising tells you or what your neighbor tells you. It's what you know for yourself and and it's it's a knowing not a not a belief it's a knowing and then number two leap of faith and i don't know if it's too early to get into this but i these three points number three um which has been a massive impact in my life and i think you know if we did all of did this every day is to live in a state of gratitude which keeps you present so you cannot look at the future and live through your dreams and say, when I have my dream, I'm going to be grateful and I'm going to be happy. And I know it's a cliche and everybody says it, but there was a time in my life where I was building my business. My husband was building his business and financially it was really challenging. It was really tight that the only thing that got me through the day, every single day was gratitude. And I would journal sometimes five times a day a list of things that I could see, touch, feel, smell that I was grateful for, my health, my kids' health, my home, my, um, the, the love that I had in my life, you know, the fact that I didn't have to think about where the food was going to come from, even though like, just those things, just being in a state of gratitude brings you present. Um, and so I think that um, it, the state of cooperation that you're talking about has to happen first with being in a state of like just going within and living from within, which means then we, you and I are not going to compete for the same stuff. Well, you know, I firmly, I, you know, this is a big part of um, with my coaching clients. This is kind of square one, exactly what you're sharing is square one is yeah, same sort of energy. I go, you know, like a lot of our dis-ease sets in from being someone that we're not, you know, Yes. and fundamentally like people come to me and so I've got meditation clients as well as life coaching clients, but with meditators, you know, I, I completely, people are like, oh, how do I meditate? And I'm like, you tell me how you meditate. And they're like, what? And I'm like, no, you tell me because there's 7.6 billion of us on the planet. Mm. So there's at least 7.6 billion ways to meditate because my perspective of the universe is not the same as your perspective of the universe. Otherwise, one of us is obsolete, you know, and there's no way that any of us is obsolete because everything is perfect, right? So we have, so there's, what is your expression is uniquely your expression, but I think that's where a lot of dis-ease sets in and we become uncomfortable is when we're trying to be something we're not. And a lot of us want to have the big house, want to have the CC job and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, to a lot of people, what you shared is like, you know, like you just landed the ideal job or like, you know, for somebody else, but that was someone else's expression of what is ideal, you know, but your own expression is so self-rewarding. And I think the way you describe it, living from within is, is an absolute, uh, is an absolute blessing to share it that way. Um, and then the whole, yeah. When you get there, you you don't you know. I, I I come from. I mean, I'm a bit older than you, but but you know, in my generation, we went to university. We worked really hard, and we got the title, we got the job, we got the house, we got the car, all that stuff. And so many people I know from that life, we get what we want. Yes, you'll you'll get whatever you want, but you're not fulfilled. Mm. Um, 
And that's where the dis-ease comes in place. And in fact, I know your story about the fact that you suffered from depression for a while. Jim Carrey has a great video on what depression is. And he says, basically, your depression is your body physically telling you, get lost. I can't live like <laughs> this false yeah. self anymore. Yeah. And that's really, your body literally can't move anymore and be this fake thing. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's uh, the same message, you know, like a lot of people come to me really stressed and it's, you know, stress is, a, a, I love stress. It's, it's, it's talking, it's your body and your environment communicating yeah. to you that please realign, please realign. Everyone's like, I'm so stressed. And it's like, can we realign you then? <laughs> you know, like at what point do you stop to listen to your stress? Um, but yeah, like there's this, something you were sharing is like focusing on like, um, I really wanted to get a, a how out of you, um, which is the, you know, you said focusing on your blessings helped you bridge into like um, into what was coming next. Um, how, and like, how do we take that action? And because I know, you know, it's, it's one thing to, to take the action. Obviously I'm inspired by your story and, you know, I've woven a similar path in terms of letting go of my job, but what do you think was at the core of um, how you took that action? So if I may, I try not to preface too many of my questions, but for me, like it was a meditation on um, that whole year before I left my corporate role with the six figures income. Um, it was a matter of, I discovered what the meaning of courage was, you know, mm. I thought courage was fearlessness <laughs> and uh, I accidentally, I don't know what inspiration I was sitting there in front of my phone and I just Googled courage, <laughs> just Googled courage. And what popped up was, Actually, courage is having fear and taking action in spite of the fear. So I was like, oh, my God, this whole time I've been thinking courage is fearlessness. But really, courage is not not having fear. It's about having totally having fear, but then leaning into it, you know, and just that was such like a like that completely. That was that moment that you had, you know, staring out, um, you know, from your from the 31st floor in Canada. I think that was like a similar moment that I had where I was like, like I'm just going to have to take this moment to create a ripple effect and, you know, like let that ripple into my life and start walking the way that I know that I really am inherently meant to. Um, but do you like, what do you have any how to's in terms of like how to really take that action or like really, I know you said like to get really clear on what's going on for you inside, any how to's in regards to that? Yeah. I mean, I think what, what you, what you did is, is incredible. If people just did that, the meditation um, going into silence is something that we don't, especially in today's world, with so much information coming at you. Um, you know, really that's, if, if you, if you're listening and you want to how, um, you know, do what Amrit does, like practice meditation and it's a practice, not perfection. So practice it because it will silence that, that noise and it'll, it'll help awaken that, the voice within. So yeah, definitely. Um, if you want some clear hows on what I did, or I, I mean, I really didn't think about the how when I was doing it, but now when I go back, I, back, I look at about how, how I did it. And, and it comes from another defining moment when, um, jumping from corporate life to, to really designing my own life and living a life on my terms. I was leaving Toronto and, um, and, and of course I was saying goodbye to a few and we were moving back a few friends and it was a colleague I, I really respected and admired and she's um, very high in the edu um, education world. Um, she said, Lisa, I have to see you for a few minutes before you leave. I know you're really busy, but I I'll come to you and we'll meet at the coffee shop downstairs. And so we went to, um, uh, Starbucks <laughs> downstairs and we met up and she gave me a, and she said, I was in such a rush. I don't even have much of a gift to give you, but this is the only gift. It's the only thing I have. And I, I want to give this to you. And she didn't know she was going to give me one of the best gifts I've ever received in my life. She thought it was insignificant, but I still have it. It was a metal bookmark um, with that famous quote, uh, go confidently in the direction of your dreams, live the life you've always imagined. Right. And we all know that quote. And I, I, and she gave it to me and we hugged and we said goodbye. And I walked back to my desk in my office and I looked at the, the bookmark and I thought, wow, I'm actually not doing that. I'm not confidently moving towards the direction of my dreams. And then I thought, my goodness, I don't even know what my dreams are. 
And it was just that moment. It's not like, you know, I really had, but it was a defining moment. So I will forever be grateful for that gift because it woke me up in that set moment. So when I came back, when I moved to Australia, I actually, if you want the how, the how, I kind of went through it before, but just give yourself the permission to dream. Just give yourself the permission to dream because until that moment, I didn't. I didn't even know what I wanted. And sit down, in fact, sit down and write a list of all the, like, just uncap. I know that a lot of books tells you this to do this, but I'm telling you, it works. Uncap and just write all the things that you would love your life to look like and put feelings into it. What would it feel like for you to get up in the morning and kind of decide what you wanted? What would it feel like if you could take four trips a year? What would it feel like? to not have a boss. Well, I don't know what it is for you. Um, I was actually speaking to someone. I met someone at a party on Saturday night and she really wanted a relationship. I'm like, well, put the feelings down. What would it feel like to be in a relationship with someone who loved you? So let yourself, people don't, and she's like, I never thought of it that way. Wow. Like to actually, like, yes. <laughs> because people don't give themselves the permission. It's like, okay, it's all about that. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I've got this checklist and I've got to make sure I get my degree. I've got to get to this. And it's all about the doing, 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 and not the being that we're created to be. We're human beings, not human doings. And so the number one thing I would do is give yourself permission to write a list. Today, sit down, write a list. And if you want to go a step further, put the feelings into it. What would it be like to have those things? What would it feel like, the feeling? And if you want to go even a step further, create a vision board. I have, we get together as a family and we create our vision board for the year. We put pictures, we look at the things we want. I'm telling you, all those things get ticked off. And um, so that would be the how, because what that does is, um, as an example, if I give you uh, an exercise, Amrit, to go out into the street and look only for red cars, you're only going to notice red cars, right? Reticular activating system. Yeah, it's basic. It's basic stuff, but we don't give ourselves permission. You're going to not notice the white car, the black car, the the whatever other car. You're only going to notice the red cars. Well, when you start to dream and you start to actually write it down, the power of writing and the power of visualizing or just putting some feelings to it, even just writing it down, you will notice opportunities. So I wrote down, one of my dreams was I want to be able to work from home. I want to be able to completely be online. So a laptop lifestyle. I want to make sure that I, ha- I determine my own income. Most importantly, I wanted to make a positive difference in the world with whatever I do. And I wanted to make sure that it has residual and passive income involved. I had no idea what kind of opportunity was going to give me that. Yeah. Literally within a couple of months, the opportunity presented itself. And I did not even know. So don't just to start with your dreams, start giving yourself permission. That's the best yeah, thing you can I do. Love that. I think what we're coming to is like, not so much, don't focus too much on the how there are certain things to be done, but it's still getting really clear on your why and perhaps what it looks like yeah. and the feelings that are behind that, you know, and letting that feel the fire. Okay. So we're talking about writing and feelings right now. So like there's obviously so much to talk about in terms of writing and feelings. Um, I know there's a whole thing that you're doing around that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So tell us more. Tell us more. I like. I could. I could taint it, but I want it from your brush. <laughs> in terms of uh, what are the feelings for um, achieving well, what you want? No. In terms of like, I know that there's a big part of um, you know, what you're sharing is um, you know, is I like especially gratitude, and you're sharing gratitude by sending out these little um, little moments of like real appreciation for people, like actually writing down your feelings and actually like providing an avenue for people to communicate that where otherwise there's a lot left unsaid, right? Right, yes. Um, so um, the, the am I, is it okay for me to speak what, about what it is yeah. exactly? The, please, the please. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so uh, I think there's been, again, a few defining moments in my life um, that has helped me see and understand the power of connecting to human beings with the written word. and. Um, you know, there's been many, but I'm not going to go through them. Um, most importantly, um, my father really um, instilled in us the power of just that, you know, expressing gratitude to someone and what that would, how that would transform 
their life. And, you know, he would sit there and write Christmas cards and thank you cards and things like that. Um, and uh, I, I picked up that habit myself, um, but I was falling out of the habit. And um, for similar reasons that everybody else does, we don't really send that much mail because it's too difficult or we can't find the stamp. And um, when I found out about a service that I could actually use high tech, which is, you know, my computer and be able to send out gratitude um, to my family and friends and celebration, really, uh, Amrit, life is about connection, celebration and appreciation. If you can do those three things daily, connect with people, you know, um, uh, and celebrate people, celebrate, you know, we celebrate people when they die and say all the nice things about them. But, you know, we need to do it whilst they're alive. Um, And then, and then appreciate people. Then, you know, what that does is it doesn't just build others. It builds you because we get these hits of serotonin in the brain for for doing nice things for others so anyway when i discovered that there wasn't actually an answer to this um challenge that i was having to be able to send out tangible cards in the post um and i found a service and then i was able to build a business um around it i was like what like i know i want to do this daily but i can actually inspire the rest of the world to do the same but one of the major areas that we've been able to provide a lot of assistance with, and this is another passion of mine, is inspiring the business world to give them um, something that they truly need. You know, with all the stuff that we talked about, all the digital stuff, all the technology, blah, 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 like for the average small business owner, it's so tough to figure out where to spend their marketing budget, which is really tiny. Um, where are they going to spend their marketing budget to be able to get their message out to the world? And we talked to them about, you don't need to promote. You need to just create emotion. So uh, we talk about appreciation always wins over self-promotion. Don't promote yourself. Appreciate your customers. They're going to appreciate. Appreciate your network. They're going to think of you. Appreciate your prospects. You know, if you go to a, a business proposal and all you do is just send them a card and say, I really appreciate your time. I know you're really busy. It doesn't matter whether we get the business or not. I just really appreciate the fact that you took the time to listen to us. Mic drop. <laughs> I, I'm smiling ear to ear because I cannot, yeah. You know, when we first connected and we had this conversation, I'm just in awe of, like, one thing that I've continuously learned throughout this journey of podcasting as well is that the truth is always really simple. You know what you really need to do? The minute stuff starts getting complicated, it's like, oh, someone's agenda's in there, <laughs> you know? But if it's like, if it's the truth, it's really simple. And I'm absolutely in awe of how you're bringing just appreciation and gratitude to organizations, right, as a way for them to be better received. Um, publicly, and that, that that serves as way better than marketing. They're just appreciating their clientele that they've already got. They're appreciating the people that they want to work with, like we really respect like where you are, what you do, and you're providing a service where it's, you know, you actually send them a nice gratitude card, and then there's just like, and it's it, uh, like I received one from you, and I can tell you it's such a nice feeling. It actually feels like a lost art. It actually feels like a lost art. But even in that, there's that essence of loss. It feels like it's something that's so innate to the way that we are that when you build that connection, it's it's so gratifying inside. And like you said, like it ticks all the right boxes for you and your neurochemistry over there, but then it does all the all the right things for me as well. And like to to feel that like obviously your business is going through rapid growth and it's I think it's a reflection of like, you know, just where business is at at the moment and what's coming forward as the nature of the next iteration of soul-centered you know businesses and uh, and, the, and the way forward well i mean there's the, the results also speak for them for itself you know as you know like uh, marketing returns um the, the the dollars that are spent on marketing and the returns are getting lower and lower so the the how we're able to help our our clients is just phenomenal but you know it, other than just business, so it's really yeah. about inspiring the business world, um, about thinking about connection rather than rather than just I need to get this business. And the, you know, there is um, there's this desperation that happens with marketing um, and frustration. But you know, really, if we step back and just connect with people, and 
in history, I'll, I'll just tell, share a quick story. Joe okay. Girard, who's in the Guinness Book World Record for being the best salesperson that has ever lived, his record is still unmatched. Um, he's in, was in the Guinness Book World Record 11 years in a row, and he outdid every sales. Um, I don't know if you know about Joe, but he outdid every industry. And guess what? He was in the he was a car salesman. And what he did, I know, I know. He sold an average of six cars, cars per day, no fleet, and he never sold a car. In fact, people would make appointments to come and buy a car from Joe. But he, Amrit, if he met you, even if you came to the dealership um, or he met you at a game or somewhere else, he would never. He would grab your details and you would never forget him, not because he added you to his newsletter, but because he sent you 12 cards a year and he had four full-time staff helping him because he had so many people on his contacts and he just appreciated you, celebrated you and connected with you. Now there is technology now that allows us to do that really quick, but guess what? Within seconds you're forgotten. And as soon as you're in somebody's mailbox, Nowadays, it's kind of annoying because we get so much mail. Yeah. The tangible touch, the actual touch and feel of something is uh, becoming even more important than it was in the past because people are, uh, I, I say, we ha- have information constipation <laughs> because there is so much information. <laughs> I, I have clients who don't even read their own newsletter, let alone yeah. send them out to your network then expecting them to read it and for simple things <laughs> i know you're still laughing about that but it's true you know it is true. it's funny because it's true yeah <laughs> um so uh we we're really inspiring uh trying uh, helping uh, the business community by helping them connect celebrate and appreciate and the the tangible touch is so important um but the bigger picture, Amrit, is um, the vision that we've got is bringing, you know, the human race together through kindness. Yep. Really, if, if you're in business and you send someone a genuine thank you, a genuine thank you, that's a tangible, and that person's having a bad day, can you imagine the ripple effect that your card will have? So they will suddenly feel like, wow, I'm appreciated. And then they may make a different decision in the way they talk to their employees. They may make a different decision in when they go home and the way they interact with their families yep. and their kids. So the ripple effect. And then I just can only imagine if millions of people did this per day and just, you know, authentically and genuinely showed appreciation, connection and celebration. That's world peace, my friend. <laughs> It's just one way. But it's so true. It's so simple and it's so true. And there's so much to what you're sharing that I'm just, yeah, like I'm in awe of, I'm inspired by. Um, I'm so grateful that you're doing this work, you know. It's, um, yeah, and I can, part of me just also sees that, you know, the the people that are open to gratitude um, are really like they can have that impact on each other and, like you said, the ripple effect into other people. Um, and then that has the opportunity to co-create so many amazing things. It's almost like that, that conversation coming full circle. I, um, Yeah, so in terms of gratitude, um, I'd love to ask you, you know, like what is the thing that you're most grateful for? Um, the thing that I'm probably the most grateful for is um, I, I, you know, I'm a believer. Um, and I believe in a higher source that really is, um, I I don't know what I would do without it. Um, so whenever I'm in a tough spot, um, I, (laughs) I just release my responsibility (laughs) out to the universe and say, you know, I can't deal with this. I'm sorry. I need your help. And to be able to have access. So, and, and as you said before, the most significant things are simple. And yet we complicate it with so much stuff. Um, but it is that simple. And quite honestly, um, in, in the most challenging moments in my life, or sometimes in the day you have, you know, great moments and challenging moments. But if, you, if, if I just stop and just tap into it, tap into that source and just say, 
I can't deal with this right now. Show me the way or help me out. Let me know. Uh, what do I need to do? Or I, I just, I don't even, I don't even need to do anything right now. It's, you know, I can just park it. That's really something that I'm so grateful for. I, I don't know how I would live um, without it. Thank you so much for sharing us. <laughs> so beautiful. And um, is there something um, before we leave out of the episode that you really want to share? Like I know we've been really deep throughout the episode already, um, but is there something that you want to share that's like a message in your heart to the listeners of the Inspired Evolution? Well, um, I want to uh, um, I want to speak to that. I don't know if this conversation that you and I are having is going to have an impact on thousands because I know you've got thousands of followers or anything, but I'm really <laughs> we're all we're all leaders. <laughs> but um, I, I, whenever I speak or whenever I'm sharing, I think of that one person yeah. Um, yeah. that this could potentially have an impact on. That they really need to hear a message. And you know what? I don't always know what to say. That's perfect or whatever. But we become messengers of inspiration that that comes through us and. Um, so for whoever needs this, this, um, I, I know I sound like a broken record and I keep saying it over and over again. No. I just want to reach out to you and yeah. say, to give yourself permission to go within and just really design your own life, design the things that you want and give yourself that, that right. You, that is, I, I don't think we were born, <laughs> surprise, surprise. I don't think we were born. To, and put on this planet to pay bills. I know paying bills is important, but I don't think that's our true purpose, that we accumulate a bunch of bills and then work our whole life to pay them. That's not your purpose. And I'm not saying go out there and like try to rack your brain about figuring out your purpose. Just give yourself permission to, to do and, and live the way that you think will give you most fulfillment. And what gives you fulfillment today will be different to what gives you fulfillment tomorrow because you'll be on a journey. So give yourself permission. Um, and then uh, last, uh, secondly, uh, live in a state of gratitude. I can tell you that, um, that be, I'm in the business of gratitude, but also living in gratitude for what I have now has been the cause for, for abundance that I can only have you know, imagined in my wildest dreams. And I know more is coming and I know more is possible. And I'm, I'm grateful for that and I'm, I'm humbled by it. Um, but that's, this is why it's so important to talk about it. It's so important to give this message over. And so if you're listening, I would say just give yourself permission to dream and live in a state of gratitude for whatever it is and more will come. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How does one reflect gratitude back to the messenger of gratitude? <laughs> but really, thank you so much for, yeah, for just the, you know, I know you think you sound like a broken record, but the, the efficacy which with and the depth with which you share the simple wisdom that you do is so profound. It's so profound. And um, I'd like, I've, especially where I'm at on the podcasting journey at the moment, I've been realizing the importance of context as well as content. And so what you're sharing is really important. But the fact that, you know, you're, you've got uh, a thriving enterprise behind this stuff that is so yummy for the soul and so soul-centered and the world is receiving it in such a positive way and light is beyond humbling. So thank you so much for the, the walk that you're walking in this life. So on that note, I'm really grateful for all the work you've done on yourself and all the, the daring to dream, which is a big message oh, that, receiving that you've been doing. Thank you so much for your time and energy today. And um, I'm really grateful and uh, wishing you uh, like all the best for, for what's coming up. Um, I really have, yeah, please. <laughs> I, um, I have one last question, which is um, by no means my least question. Um, and it is beyond the, the name, um, Lisa, beyond the jobs, beyond the cultures, beyond the skin suit. Um, who are you? Oh, you put me on the spot. Um, who am I? Um, 
uh, I would say that I'm, I'm, I'm just a, a, a here to serve. That's, at the core, that's who I am. I'm here to serve. Uh, it's, it's something that I often, it's a private prayer that I often do is um, through a challenge. I always say, how, how can I serve through this? And, um, and so, yeah, if I, if I can fulfill that, then, you know, I, ful- I think I've fulfilled my purpose. <sighs> it has been such a treat and a pleasure to have you here today. Just finally, for those that want to get in touch with Lisa, what's the best way for them to reach out to you, sister? Um, you can, uh, uh, I love text messages. So just send me a text at 0424 um, If you email me, I probably won't notice it because I get so many emails. Um, so text message is great and I'll respond to you. Uh, the other way you can connect with me is on Facebook, just my name, Lisa Joyan, um, or LinkedIn um, through my name is fine as well. That's So L-I-Z-A, Lisa Joyan, J-O-Y-A-N. And through those mediums, I can only deal with two modes of social media, LinkedIn and Facebook. But hopefully more will come um and then i oh you can send me a text i'm happy to um for anyone to reach out but you're accessible because i caught you so (laughs) (laughs) call me anytime (laughs) thank you so much thank you i really and i just want to say for to the listeners you know follow this guy because he's he's Really, um, one of the things, can I say something nice about you? I am going to show appreciation to you now. Give me um, when I, The first time I ever spoke to Amrit, I, I spoke to my husband and I said, I met this you know, young guy and he's in Melbourne and he's just incredible. He's really going to make a big difference. He's linked with Mind Valley and doing some incredible things for the space of really inspiring people to live a life to their fullest. And... Um, you know, uh, the, the thing that I noticed about you, Amrit, that's really unique is you live a life that's in surrender. Um, and that a lot of people don't do that. And, and so I just want to um, commend you for recognizing that and surrendering to whatever comes your way to be able to serve through that. And, you're the, and you are serving the you know, wider community, a global community. So congratulations on all your success. And I'm so glad I could just be a tiny part of it. And, you know, I appreciate you been having me on the on the podcast. Thank you so much. It is so humbling to receive that, and thank you for inspiring the evolution. You know, it's all this is, yeah. There's no small part. It's all <laughs> guiding forward, and uh, yeah, I really relate to uh, the idea of service. It's, it's my faith. You know, so I really, I'm really grateful to to share that energy and that vibe with you today. And so, thank you so much for sharing your message. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hey tribe, thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 